There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. B. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. Into the Who Was Right Last Night courtroom this morning, we welcome Kat. Good morning, Kat. Good morning, guys. And uh, you're having a little issue with your boyfriend, Will, and what in the world is going on here? Okay, so we'll be going out on date nights. We'll go to bars together. It's obvious we're together because we're a couple. It's just the two of us. And guys are buying us shots. So they'll send shots to the table, right? And my boyfriend will not get upset at all. He's like, what? Free shots? Let's take them. I'm like, would you not? I would be so upset if a girl sent shots to our table, implying that, A, we're not together, and she's trying to, you know, kick it to him. So when you guys are out, is it you're just alone together or is there like a group you're with or what's happening here? Oh, it happened both times in both scenarios. So guys are sending over shots to you. Do they ever come up and talk to you? I mean, one has tried to when my boyfriend stepped away to go to the bathroom and I was like, hey, yeah, but thank you. I go, but that's my boyfriend, you know? And he just kind of, he drinks the shot and... Yes, he loves it. He does. He enjoys it. He's like, what? Free shots? Great. He doesn't get upset. I would think he should be a little bit jealous or bothered by the fact, but not at all. Doesn't faze him. I've even had bartenders give me a free shot with him sitting right next to me. <laughs> well, girl, it sounds like you got it going on. Yeah. <laughs> What's the secret? Uh, really? Do you think he should be upset or, you know, bothered or say something? So you want him to get a little irate about this, and he's not. He just looks at it like it's a free shot. Yes, I would be irate if a girl sent him or a girl bartender gave him free shots while I was sitting there. All right, this is interesting. Big Dave, has anybody ever offered you free shots? Uh, you know, when I got the uh, first COVID vaccine, I got that was a free oh, shot. Oh, stop. <laughs> My gosh. All right. Well, uh, before we go to the jury here, Kat, uh, what do you say? It was a closing argument here. I would like to know, would you guys personally be upset or say something if your partner kept getting free shots everywhere you went? All right, Statman, where do you fall on this? This happens all the time when I'm out with my wife. It's because, well, she's beautiful and I don't look like I should be with her. <laughs> and I, I look forward to it. And actually, she's the one that'll go to the bar and get drinks because the bartender will yeah. always serve her before me. Wow. And sometimes somebody at the bar will just pay for our drinks unknowing. Hey. So I'm Team Will. Yeah, I'm going to go Team Will. You're getting free drinks and... This happened to me on my honeymoon. I was getting free shots, and Officer Nick, he doesn't care. He didn't care? Or at least, yeah, it didn't seem like he cared. Dude, I, thought, I thought Nick was old school. I'm, I am uh, siding with you, Kat. I think that Thank you. he should be a little bit upset. I mean, it's kind of an insult to him. It's like, you know, uh, she's with that guy, but I think I can get her away Fooler. from him with, a, you know, sex on the beach or something like that. <laughs> that know? is not a shot, but What's good that? shot. It's, that is a shot. 
That's a that's drink. A, is it? We need to get Big Dave to a bar. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking to a guy who's going to give me a Jack and Coke and I'm fine. <laughs> but let's see what our B105 jury has to say about this, Cat. Uh, let's find out, okay? Okay. And if we can point women in your direction that are wanting to know your secret, how do we do that? <laughs> um, Make sure you look cute every time you step out the house. Ah, <laughs> thank you very much, Cat. Appreciate it. Thank you. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Five, the Big Dave Show, who was right last night. Uh, we had Kat calling in, who's obviously a very attractive young lady because anytime she goes out with her boyfriend, Will, uh, they get shots. shots, Bar- shots. Bartender or guys. She's, and she's kind of upset that Will doesn't seem to have a problem with this. He's like, Jeez. hey, free booze, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, by two to one, we sided with Will over Kat. But let's see what our B105 jury has to say about this. And uh, Pat from Indiana, what do you say about this? I say be secure in your manhood, and when she hands you your drink, raise it to him and blow him a little kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious, Pat. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Pat. Appreciate it. Y'all great. Thank you. You too. Oh, boy. Our old pal Scarecrow wants to weigh in on this one. We've rousted her out of there. What do you got, Scarecrow? (laughs) You know what I do? What? I just jump right in there and I say, "Well, thank you, ma'am," and I jerk that drink up and I down it. <laughs> Get you another one. Go back That's to it, the baby. One. Thank you, Scarecrow. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a good one. Bye bye. You do, uh, Lindsay from Lawrenceburg is also Team Will, and why is that? Because a, it's free drink. And B, they're together, and he knows they're together, and she's not out flirting with these guys or anything, so why should he be upset about it? Good point there. She's making a big deal out of nothing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Lindsay. You're welcome. Teresa in on the B105 app says, sounds like she's a little insecure in her relationship and needs his confirmation of jealousy, and he's very secure in their relationship and trusts her. So there oh. might be like an imbalance here. Oh, 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 boy. Somebody got pretty deep on that one, didn't they? Derek goes on to say, that definitely wouldn't fly with me. Oh. Whoa. Oh, well, I'll stay away from him at the bar then. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha is a team Will, and why is that? Because uh, I've had this happen before, and, and I have a Willie, and he would even go up and thank him. For the shot that they bought you? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, sure. Hey, you know what else my girl uh, Samantha here likes? Nachos. So, uh, you know. (laughs) See what else you can get out of it. Wow. Right? Right. (laughs) Thank you very much, Samantha. Appreciate it. Y'all have a good day. This is the Big Dave Podcast. There is somebody that we see on TikTok that we follow that could probably (laughs) use some money. Her name is, on screen name is Poor and Hungry. And she's what a great, great name, young lady. Yeah, <laughs> so <use> the money. <laughs> she is always uh, talking about food issues. And recently, she got into a thing about tipping that has really caused an uproar there on TikTok and everywhere else. So I go to Ben and Jerry's yesterday, and I just wanted to come. Just wanted a nice, fresh, warm cone. So I walk over to the counter, and I was like, "Hi, can I just have a waffle cone?" And she was like, "Yeah, sure. Here you go. That'll be two dollars." So I was like, "Okay." I go to put my card in, and of course, the tipping screen comes up. I didn't say this out loud, but in my head, I was like, "I'm not tipping you on a cone." You literally just handed me a cone. And I'm also like, the percentages were insane. I was like, I'm I'm not tipping you a dollar on a $2 cone that you just handed me. I'm not. So she hands me my cone. I put my card in. It gives me like, how much do you want to tip? I hit no tip. And the cashier goes to my actual face. What were you expecting I tipped you to hand me a cone? 
Yeah, she just wanted a warm Ben and Jerry cone. No ice cream, no nothing. Two dollars. And I mean, is it getting out of control here? Was she supposed to tip on that? I don't think I would have. Does, I I, and I hope that doesn't make me sound cheap because it's like I I do tip. You go to a restaurant, you tip. You get a beer, you tip. Yeah. But then there's also certain things like I brought up yesterday, Subway. I'm like, okay, you are paid to make me a sandwich. You're making me a sandwich. And then you get to pay and there's a tip jar. And I'm like, well, I, it is a service they did yeah. put together my sandwich. Do I tip? I don't know what to do. I mean, if they put extra meat on there, maybe, or made it <laughs> with some extra love, it'd be like, oh, yeah. But otherwise, how else would you get it if they don't have a drive-thru? Yeah, I'm like, you want me? I'll make it but myself, I guess. But uh, yesterday, I put on our B105 Facebook page, you know, what service did you have to unexpectedly tip on, or were you asked? And I found one that was just so shocking to me. It was uh, when somebody went bridal shopping for their dress yeah they were they bought their dress which you know is hundreds of dollars Oh, a lot of money and then were asked to tip because they because they were helped right you know you had a girl there yeah and i'm just like whoa wait a minute that's new to me well i've been in like uh like buckle or boutique stores or whatever and i feel like oh if they're helping me pick out jeans and they're actually doing something that i understand but if you just run it in for a belt and run it back out. Why is there a tip thing? And in the comments there, Justin made a good point. He goes to a lot of concerts and he hates when the merch booth people flip the screen around and ask for a tip. Yeah, but what's the difference? You know, you hand me a t-shirt or you crack me open a cold one. Now, now that, that's you're gonna true. Tip, you're going to tip your bartender. Yeah, yep, yeah. And Melissa addressed that. She says she only tips restaurant servers and bartenders, pretty much anyone making server wages. Sure. That's and, the difference to me. Because they the, live on tips. Yeah, yes. they, they are so the, relying on tips for their income. I'm looking at some of the comments on Poor and Hungry's page and somebody says, I ordered mason jar lids online and the tipping screen came up for the person packing my box. Am I wrong for thinking this is crazy? I mean, you're ordering <laughs> online. It's like... That's kind of weird. It, it, no. Where does I'm it not stop? The I, one that got me the most in the comments on the B105 yeah. Facebook page was... Um, like airport drivers, mm-hmm. this guy had put up there that he works. He, you know, picks you up in the lot and helps you get your luggage off. Mm-hmm. I think that deserves a tip. I always tip them. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. I was with you when you did. And they said how many people just don't tip. They see the same businessmen traveling or they'll even be quick to go grab their own bag so they don't have to tip. And it's like the person picking you up in this little uh, bus is saving you a lot of time getting you to the airport and helping you with your bag. You just carry a couple of bucks to give them. You don't have but to I give guess them that's the problem. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. People are carrying less Where cash. Where does the line get drawn? Yeah. Well, 749 B105. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. We were uh, talking earlier about the tipping culture, that young lady on TikTok who went into Ben and Jerry's. She just wanted a warm cone. No ice cream is $2. And they expected her to tip the person that handed her a cone, and that's all they did, a dollar. Where does the tipping culture end? Uh, We got Jason here who has a good idea about why you should tip your bartenders. So the reason why, and everybody knows this, and everybody's ever been to a bar, is you keep on tipping your bartender, you tip them well, so they keep on coming back to you so you can have another beer. Yeah, if you lead with like a fat tip, they're for sure right there, boop, most of the time anyway, coming back to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You just keep on, you know, you tip well and then they see that person. Yeah, you come back to the bar because you're sitting at a table. You come back to the bar. Because you hey, take care of them. This guy's mm-hmm. back up. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And but that's somebody that's making a lower wage. 
to like live on tips. Sure. So, so they, that's part of their thing, but not somebody who hands me a warm cone from Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> They're probably not living off of tips. Really. I would agree. No, probably not living off tips, and they have to make a living that way. No, probably not. Yeah, all right. Thank, thank you very much, Jason. Appreciate it. Not a problem, buddy. All right, and uh, Mike from Cincinnati, you works in the home improvement field, and uh, you say sometimes people want to tip you for a job well done at their house. Yeah, I mean, I try to turn it down because I tell them I get paid well. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. They said, no, no, I want to buy you lunch or something. I said, some people... Or like that, but at the same time, I don't expect it. I really try to turn it down because, like I said, I get paid well. But there's some people out there that just want to tip always. They just assume that everybody expects a tip and they try to give it to you. Nowadays, it does seem like people expect a tip for everything they do. Hey, you're a good dude, man. There was a summer, like, back when I worked at Johnny's Toys, I would assemble swing sets at people's houses. Wow. And there was yeah. times, like, if we didn't get a tip, we just kind of hang around a little longer than we needed to. Like, oh, yeah, you like the swing set, huh? Look at this. Oh, yeah, I polished it up for you. Anything else you guys want us to do while we're here? That's like, do you want to see the palm of yeah, my hand? Yeah. Like this. Rubbing my hand. Like, man, my hand's kind of cold here. Hey, what kind of wallet do you have? Can I see it? Uh, all right. Well, yeah, but uh, you know what? I am guilty of that, though, Mike. I will always tip somebody that comes and works on something at my house. I feel like that's an obligation. If they did a great job. If, yeah. They did a great job. Yeah. yeah, they get charged a lot of money for what I do there. So, I mean, they shouldn't be tipping me. It's just some people are like that. Yeah, because I guess they think they all. I I feel like I want to tip you right now for giving us good <laughs> advice and being a good person. Yeah, what's your Venmo? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, let's make this guy some money. Venmo. I don't do stuff like that. I don't have that. <laughs> we're, we're kid. We're kid. Hey, uh, best of luck to you, Mike, and thanks for being a salt of the earth guy there. All right, thank you. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105 and Morgan Wall, and uh, somebody said, what did you do for your birthday last night, Dave? And, well, guess what I did? What'd you do, what? Dave? Well, I didn't get a piercing. <laughs> that was a big tease there, but I did uh, get something yummy. I, I just said, hey, you know what? I'm going to take my kids and uh, keep it low-key. And me and Dara and Darren went to uh, Skyline and tried the new nachos, oh, among man. other things, that they have there for a limited time. They I'm going to assume they were phenomenal. They were really good. Mm -hmm. Well, that's your favorite restaurant. I know. Of course so you go there kids, for your birthday. Yeah. That was fun, just chilling with them and laughing and carrying on. So that's what I did, basically. I got a big birthday nap in yesterday afternoon. That was nice. Man, I sound old. <laughs> Don't I? I'm sorry. I wasn't going to say it. I was just going to laugh over here. That's what awesome, I do. But I'm not young and vibrant like Statman's daughter, Stacy, who uh, had the sweet 16 yesterday. And I'd like a full yeah. report on what was happening with that. Oh, well, one of the things she, that we wanted to give her for her birthday, because she has good grades, that we don't really have a reason to say no, was a belly button piercing. Oh. And she asked for it actually a, a long time ago. And we were belly like, no, oh, you're still, you're like 15. Sure. No. Maybe when you're 16, well, that day came yesterday, and my wife said, all right, let's do it. And my wife and her went down to ballistic t tattoo and piercing, got it, pierced whoop. right whoop, right in the belly button, and now she's got a little, little shiny, dangly thing right Cute. there. Cute. Yeah. Cute until it gets caught on something. Oh, no. now you can and speak this, from experience yeah, on that. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. My mind, you have yours pierced, Ashley. Yeah, and I it's know. It's pierced. been a while since I've thrown one in there. Now I'm like, oh, it looks like a little cherry on top of like a jelly roll. Anyway, <laughs> it's it's been caught on like a brawl or a shirt or just rubs weird. And now like the high-waisted pants, mm-hmm. I can't imagine it just sitting right on top of that. Right where your like belt loop. Yeah, we were just be, yeah. down uh, at Tybee Island and we were in a little store and there were belly rings. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try to just throw one in there and be hot and sexy and young and cool. And No, I was like, don't put that in your, your stomach. You'll probably get infected while we're on the oh, beach and yeah. <laughs> be sore and worrying about that. Do not go anywhere near that. No, However, yeah. as a teenager though, I was all about it. I also had a flat stomach, so it was great. So how long has it been since you had a belly button ring in there? I think I put one in in 4th of July. Oh, so you Like uh, three years ago. Oh, three years ago. So I'm wondering how long does it take for it to kind of close back up? I don't think it really does. But some people's probably do. Everybody is different. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, put that out there. Don't, you know, because I'll be flooded with emails. If mine closed up, it could. Mine hasn't seemed to do that, and you can just kind of wiggle a belly piercing there. Oh my gosh, oh. let's pierce Big Dave's belly button. No, uh-oh. stop no, it! No, 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 no. Hey, my wife did her own back in the day, which is one reason why we were like willing go to, to, go to go to the store. Well, how did Stacy take the, the pain? Because it's very oh, painful. Dude. Yeah, she you, she stared at the ceiling and you took breathe it like in. a champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My wife, on the other hand, she pierced her own. Her parents said no. To it back in you know yeah. the late nineties, early two thousand. So she and a friend did it themselves. Is her still pierced? And it is. It, yeah. Right. Well, well, I think it might have closed up after her third child. Like gotcha, happened gotcha. There. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, but for the most part, Stacy loves it. Pain All right, free. she's good to go. Couldn't be more proud. Big yeah. Dave's next. No, you want me to blow your mind right fast? Yeah, blow my mind right fast. Yeah, what do you have pierced? I had a nipple <laughs> pierced. What? No yeah. way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Long time ago, you don't. <laughs> the ring has long been gone. It was on the air. It was, Just was a one joke. Of them? Just it was one. A, it was a dare. I, I remember this. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Was you were so much cooler back in the day. You're going to take that dare, not mine. I am upset. <laughs> it was super fun spending the next six months having listeners ask me to lift up my shirt. Hey, Ben. Better you than me, buddy. <laughs> this is the Big Dave Podcast. 53 chilly degrees here, and uh, yesterday the uh, world lost an uh, icon, oh, no doubt one. about it. Even when it's time to leave and go to another planet, excited about that because I'm curious. What is it about? Nobody can tell you because nobody has come back. I'm not excited about to die, but I don't regret it when it's time for me. I've done what I came here to do. No, she absolutely did. The iconic Tina Turner, queen of rock, passing away yesterday at the age of 83 at her home in Zurich, Switzerland. So she'd kind of been off the radar for a few years and battling a lot of uh, different illnesses and finally succumbed to them. But my gosh, quite the life she led and... I mean, come on, everybody loves Tina Turner. His, her legs were, like, insured for millions of dollars, <laughs> they used to say. Everybody always talked about her legs, and she just, I mean, she'd been going at it. Anna Mae Bullock, born there uh, in right outside of Memphis. Or, I mean, it's right there is where she was from, Nutbush. Yeah. 
<laughs> nut bush. Wow. Yeah. And she sure did make her mark on the world. No doubt about it. I mean, uh, so many songs and had a huge resurgence with that song, you know, uh, What's Love Got to Do With It back in 1984 and then just went on to sell millions of more albums. Of course, we all know the trouble she had with her partner and husband, mm-hmm. Ike Turner, back in the 70s when she burst onto the scene. But I mean, my goodness, what a life she led. I, I n- didn't, never knew her as the Ike Turner, Tina thing. Mm-hmm. I, I guess because um, our generation didn't really have that. I knew her from like the Thunderdome, you know? Oh, like yeah. Mad Max film. And- Absolutely. Well, and then, you know, you had the big movie, What's Love Got to Do With It? Right. Launched the career of Angela Bassett when she played Tina Turner in that. And then you have the big Broadway show that was just here huge. in Cincinnati not too huge. long ago, Tina. And I, I love the fact that she's like, you know, not necessarily scared of death and is like I'm wondering what planet will I be on next I'm like what planet is she on I love that, that. Sign. but I think she is just dynamite and like we said the queen of rock and mm-hmm. uh, my goodness what a uh, life she led yeah, big loss Nutbush Tennessee Tina Turner rest in peace there and, uh, the legacy left behind is amazing it's uh, 848 this is the Big Dave Podcast Our good vibes today are coming from Polk Middle School in Albuquerque, New Mexico. More specifically, from Miss McCready's art students, Miss Ariaga's English class, and Mr. Beverly's seventh grade gifted class. Because what these students combined to do is nothing short of wonderful. The teachers had reached out to the Bernalillo County Animal Shelter and asked if they could help get some of the long-term dogs at the shelter a forever home. So, starting with Miss McCready's art class, her students created beautiful hand-painted portraits of the dogs. Then, Mrs. Ariaga's English class wrote first-person appeals from each pup as to why they should be adopted. And to round it out, Mr. Beverly's gifted class created resumes for each one of the dogs that highlighted their specific personalities, traits, and attributes including things like uses doggy door, stays when commanded, and comes when called. The resume for a two-year-old Australian cattle dog named Brownie Martinez listed some skills that included chasing balls, retrieving (laughs) paws, and dropping balls. Also, good with strangers. It's a resume for the dog. Then, all of the artistic and literary works were posted right next to each dog's kennel, and the adoptions took off pretty quickly. In fact, since they put them up, 10 of those dogs have already been adopted by loving families. Wow, 10. Amazing. And Diane Longenecker from the shelter says the program has been incredible. I am delighted at what they're coming up with. It's very original, and that's what we were were going for. It is amazing, and I have a feeling that there's some art and English teachers, along with some shelters here in the tri-state, whose ears just perked up at this story, Mm -hmm. and hopefully this will start around here next school year. But in the meantime, thank you to the students at Polk Middle School in Albuquerque, New Mexico, for some really nice good vibes this morning. B. B105. This is the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show, Dad Joke of the Day on B105. And this morning, we've got Joe from Falmouth, Kentucky. Uh, he is a father of two, and he is traveling all around installing direct TV for folks. How's that going there, Joe? It's going. Some days I get late night. Some days I get early days. But You putting up those dishes nonetheless? Yep. Absolutely. Well, let's have that dad joke, buddy. Did you hear about the pig that lost his voice? No, we didn't hear about the pig that lost its voice. It became disgruntled. (laughs) 
<laughs> Joe! Oh, boy. Hey, thank you for the call, and good luck installing those dishes today, buddy. All righty. You'll have a good one. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.